0: Hello and welcome to Inside Marine, a podcast dedicated to the stories and insights of business leaders from across the marine industry, specifically the superyacht, leisure marine, commercial marine and maritime sectors. Inside Marine is powered by Marine Resources, a leading shore-based recruitment company specialising specifically within these sectors. I'm James Ward, the CEO and founder of Marine Resources and your host here at Inside Marine. It's fantastic to hear these stories and insights, and I'm very excited to be able to share them with you today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside Marine. Today, I'm going to be speaking with somebody who's played a pivotal role in repositioning the world's most exclusive brands through branding and strategy, recognized as a forward-thinking, progressive marketeer, leading the way with strategic, disruptive marketing in the superyacht world. I'm really, really excited today to be chatting to the CMO of FedShip,
1: Farouk Nefsi. Hi there, Farouk. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. And congratulations with your uh, episodes.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yes, no, we're, we're really pleased so far with, uh, with, with the response and, uh, and interest that, that people have in having them. Um, so Farouk, for we, we, we always start at the beginning with these, this podcast. It's, this is all about you and your journey in the marine industry. And I'd like to go right back to the beginning and just to hear how and why you, you got into, the, into this industry.
1: Um, Well, it's actually an an accidental uh, encounter with the industry. Um, uh, I think I'm one of the very, very few that doesn't come out of the nautical industry. I I haven't been growing up with my parents sailing and, and being on the water all the time. So I, I think um, um, I was um, after my traineeship, uh, after finishing university, I ended up at a company that was producing uh, cleaning chemicals. Actually, um, in, in uh, near Rotterdam, um, and it was producing cleaning chemicals for the commercial uh, shipbuilding industry, uh, tankers and and, and 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 the likes of those. Uh, but also, they had a specialized product for um, for the yachting industry. And that was my first uh, introduction uh, into the industry. Um, and and, and um, from there on, uh, from that position onwards, I was actually invited to come and work for Amsterdam Rai and organize, for instance, Metz and Europort. Uh, Mets is going to take place next week, and that's what what gave me basically the um, uh, the biggest insight into the industry from a helicopter p- point of view, uh, which was absolutely instrumental to um, to my level of knowledge into the industry, and I'm, I'm and I'm probably the only one who is rational about it. <laughs> absolutely.
0: And and obviously after your time at, at your 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 time at Mets, you were there for 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 five five or so years, I believe. And um, Mets is is a, is a fantastic trade show for people who know it. They uh, you know it brings the the, the global industry together. Um, and you know
1: what,
0: what were the key things that you, that you did during your your time there to 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 grow that show to make it the leader that it was. Um, uh, you know over that time.
1: Yeah. Uh, first of all, Metz was already a very reputable uh, show and event uh, that uh, that that had a very efficient uh, business proposition, if you will. Mm-hmm. So uh, my role there is is to make it uh, into the size that it is now. Um, I have um, made uh, the industry uh, at large uh, embrace the fact that we were incorporating the super yacht uh, element to the uh, to the showcase, um, and in those times. Um, it it was really a, only from growth to growth. Uh, we were in a, in a very positive uh, uh, time frame. Um, and the show is is uh, has, has become so efficient uh, because it's a um, hassle-free show. So all the worries are taken out of your hands. You arrive there, you just have a showcase. Everybody has the same stand. It's all about content. And uh, a content-driven event like that with all the efficiency that it has in it, yeah, that was, I think... Uh, the most uh, important feature of of my period at the um, at the Mets. Mm.
0: And you know, w- what are the what are the big changes that you saw during your time there w- w- within the industry and the, the sort of the needs of the industry or the the, the customer using using the, the the trade show? Trade shows seem to be things that that are you
1: know de- yeah. ways developing and changing, right? Yes well I, I i don't think there are uh, many big changes in re- in, in, in uh, that relate to that uh, time frame because the the you have of course the B, the b2b oriented uh, platforms um uh, the likes of Mets uh, but you also have the B, uh, the boat shows that are a sort of a uh, a a, um, a combination between b2b and b2c uh, where the end consumer is coming to watch the odds. and and of course you have the whole industry gathering to uh, for the other side of the business. Um, it's still like that today, and in that sense, I think this industry is is a, a, a very con- a conservative industry. Uh, it makes um, very small steps into really um uh, yeah diving itself into the future because there are a lot of uh, 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 challenges ahead uh, we have new generations that are coming up um we have a si- situation with a pandemic for instance that has uh, ignited the transformation to the digital platforms. Um, we have uh, a lot of issues with regards to how fast can we adapt to a new sustainable world where the yachting industry plays a very important role in my view. Um, and then again, you have the geopolitical environment. There's uh, is, is, uh, questions about wealth, for instance. Um, how does that relate to uh, this industry? And on top of that, um, you also have, um, yeah, the question, and I think nobody is asking this question, Is um, and maybe I have to try to uh, describe that a little bit better. If you look at the automotive industry, um, the automotive industry is an industry where cars disappear and, and then you produce new ones. So there is a, an element of a sustainable number and size and volume in this industry, while our industry is only uh, increasing. Yachts don't suddenly disappear. Yeah, maybe once in a while, uh, one or two um, that, that sink or there's a problem with them, but there is no industrial uh, process, if you will, to, uh, to, to the change that needs to, be, uh, to happen in that way. Um, so we're a, an industry that is only growing. What does that mean? Um, and how does that relate to the topic of saturation? Um, at the moment, we have a very, very interesting industry, which is positive. Every, everybody's profiting, uh, full order books. Um, but how does that relate to the economic life cycle? Uh, when everything does this, there is a point when it goes down again just from a logical economic point of view. Um, so when do we reach that point of saturation? Is there a point of saturation? Does that relate to the number of births that are in the world? Does that relate to the uh, wealth that is applicable in the world? And what is the propensity to buy a yacht? I think all questions that I think need to be addressed. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's that, you, you, you're right. And,
0: you know, what do you see... Or do you see enough of that conversation happening across the industry at the moment? Um,
1: Well, I think I see a lot of positive development in the industry. Um, uh, But you have to understand, I think, from a broader perspective, uh, you have to question yourself if uh, we as an industry are positioning ourselves in the right way. And I think there we have a long way to go because um, the way we position ourselves is, is purely as an entertainment industry, the wealthy, the, uh, the, the exclusivity and the level of materialism that go- goes along with that. We're not really positioning ourselves as a purpose-driven industry. And then you have a totally different uh, dialogue with the audience. Uh, and the people that we're doing it for, all our stakeholders, whether those are owners or the owners' representatives or the children of the owners or the professional industry, but also the worldwide non-yachting industry. How do we come across? And I think there is a lot more to say if you add the element of purpose to the big questions that are out there. And what I mean with that is if you look at us and you... The yacht industry, for instance, we are investing now as an industry. Everybody is doing their bit uh, heavily in, uh, to make ourselves more sustainable. So sustainability is a big issue. But by doing so, we are tapping into levels of innovation that have never been tapped uh, on before. And that makes us the Formula One of this of the of our industry, of the marine and maybe even the bigger maritime industry. So we are introducing new innovations that are going to be copied to other various industries. And with that, we do have a purpose. Uh, if you look at uh, other uh, uh, aspects um, for instance uh, uh, in the, the Norway uh, in Norway the first um, um, uh, yacht was delivered that is fully focused on sustainability um, if you look at uh, uh, some of the yachts we have delivered um, some of them have be, have done uh, exploration, uh, activities and to to study um, the Arctic uh, part of our uh, of the world. Uh, others have built in full laboratories into their yachts to test the waters to 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 see uh, and play a role in making sure that the oceans are treated right. Uh, if you look at um, um, uh, the superyacht society at large, there are a lot of um, initiatives being taken to play a role in this. So. With all of these uh, initiatives in the mix, we could tell a totally different story about our industry instead of only the rich man's toy or uh, an absolutely uh, uh, emotionally driven um, uh, vehicle. Yeah. I hope uh, it's it's a little bit lengthy, but I'm I'm just trying to paint the picture there. No, therefore. no,
0: no. I think it's I think it's really important to 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 talk about the, these these topics, and they they are so important, especially right now with with yeah. things in you know in the media, you know the 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 environmental conferences that are happening. Cop 26, etc., cetera, etc. It's yeah. relevant, and and I think it's important and, and and influential people in the industry talking openly about it. Um, I speak to a lot of people on this topic, and yeah. there is uh, there's mixed views on whether there is the need, but the lack of being brave enough to to start to innovate and be the pioneers with 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 some of this yeah. sort of stuff. Yes. You know, whether it's technology or the purpose piece. Yeah. I mean you know, what a, you know, right, right. You know, let's, let's come up to the the present day. You're, 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 you're the CMO at at FedShip, and, you know, keeping that theme of, of, of purpose going, you know, what, what, what's happening at FedShip at the moment and and what are you guys focused on with things like sustainability, the next customer, that's, that sort of thing, the next generation of people coming into our industry.
1: Well, first of all, uh, as 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 Fedchip, uh, we always uh, have always in, in invested in, in a progressive form of, of being active in this industry. Mm-hmm. What I mean with that is, we have always had R and D uh, task forces, and we have always—you um, might know this—but uh, we have been doing future concepts already for so many years mm-hmm. to trigger the imagination of, of our customer base. Uh, but what we have done in the, uh, uh, um, uh, in, the in the recent history uh, with re- related to, um, uh, to to the topic of sustainability is first. Um, we defined our own goals, uh, and, and we we wanted to make sure that we enable ourselves uh, already by 2025 to deliver uh, zero emission yachts, mm-hmm. um, and 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 then that's inter uh, inter interpretable. Inter, you can interpret that differently, uh, because. Uh, if you look cleverly at uh, what does that mean, we are, uh, and you can look at our unique episodes on, uh, on, on built Without Impact, uh, you have to look cleverly what the possibilities of innovation and technology are in relation to how you use the yacht. 70% of the yacht use is short distances uh, and close to shore. If you can, and and, uh, and and the transatlantic travels are only 30% of the way the yachts are being used. So the majority of time are short distances. For that, there is available technology and innovation to really make them emission-free already by 2025. Mm-hmm. The only thing is you have to be willing to do so. And the technologies there are uh, uh, synthetic fuels. You can uh, uh, make sure that the uh, the hybrid uh, uh, option is 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 uh, in place, and then you can sail for a certain. Uh, 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 range you can you can sell emission free, um, so that is one of the uh, one side of the um, of the business. We are literally investing and building yachts that are either hybrid. Uh, we are looking at many other topics like hydrogen fuel cell technology. We're looking at synthetic fuels, so the biofuels. Um, uh, so there is a range of topics there that we are absolutely covering because there's not one solution yet. Mm-hmm. That is only the propulsion system. But if you look at the broader aspects of sustainability, we have built one of the greenest yards in the, wor- in the world in Amsterdam. We are outfitting our yards to become the other outfitting yards in, uh, 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 at Fetchip. Uh, to become more and more sustainable. So uh, uh, using uh, uh, solar panels, using a lot of measurements to make it more sustainable. Uh, Next to that, we're looking at alternative um, um, uh, materials. So we're looking for solutions to replace, for instance, uh, topics like teak, or other materials to make it more durable and sustainable. Um, and and um, next to that, we are—if uh, you look at the future—we are looking at future generations. We are trying to appeal to them to talk a different type of narrative to make sure that we 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 make sure that we are in line with what their perception is of what we sh- how we should behave. Uh, for instance, transparency. Um, if you look at our sites now, we we have a full corporate social responsibility page where you can read exactly what we're doing. But it's also all real, so you shouldn't start with with just uh, throwing out a few uh, um, uh, headlines out there uh, and 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 some and, and pretend that it's all clickbaits just for the sake of having viewers. It's not possible anymore. Transparency honesty is everything nowadays. So that is a very, very important element if you talk about next generation, but also the current generations. You should simply uh, present the facts as they are. Don't beat around the bush. And and, um, so by by doing so, we are trying to reach out to new generations, uh, maintain a good relationship with our existing clients that are uh, more than willing to invest in the progress of, of, of sustainability innovation. And we are actually doing that as we speak. Mm. so a lot to say about that but that is how we are looking at uh, the element of sustainability
0: yeah. and, and would you say the industry is driving the choice of the customer or is the customers or a new type of customer need is driving the industry to, to change Who do, who's taking the lead on that
1: I think both ways mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, simply uh, uh made a statement on that ourselves, because we think we owe it to ourselves to play an important role in that. But you obviously also need the owners as we are custom builder to help us and co-create with us that are willing to look beyond the traditional conventional methodologies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it goes hand in hand and, and uh, we simply need each other.
0: Yeah and and uh, uh, you know in the custom market which as you said you you, you guys clearly are, are are you seeing uh trends changing in what the the new generation of customers are asking for in their in their in their yachts
1: Yes definitely um, the big changes are that the yachts have really become entertainment platforms um so but also the current generation of, of yacht owners, the ones that we have always dealt with. Mm-hmm. They also have children, but they also have next generations surrounding them and they are making their assets ready for also that generation. So you could clearly see the drive of uh, uh, innovation on sustainability, but also to make them a, a huge platform. So the number of toys on board, uh, the beach clubs, the level of entertainment, uh, Wi-Fi uh, technology, uh, uh, modular technology to make them adaptable to the future. We just presented a concept called Pure, where the technology grows with you uh, as long as there, uh, there's innovation. Um, and and um, yeah, these things are clearly, absolutely something that is, uh, uh, yeah, that we are that that we see happening in front of us right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so what's the next big thing for 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 you and for you and FedChip, and uh, and what do you see that really excites you right now?
1: Yeah, what what really excites us is are we able to make the difference in in, in the in the pace that we have in mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, so sustainability we already talked about that enough Um, but also uh, how do we contain and make sure that the future generations are also interested in yachting Uh, I think that is that is a a big challenge and you see that the worldwide wealth is growing the number of ultra-high net worth individuals are also growing. And I know that the last two years, it's, it's been an increase of 30% of, of ultra-high net worth, uh, which should mean a positive impact on our industry. Uh, but will th- will it do that? So that I find a very challenging uh, uh, question. Um, and, and in terms of, of, of leadership, uh, we are um, making sure that the new generations of yachts uh, are, are really... Uh, yeah, future proof, if you will, and that is why we presented the, uh, the, the, the pure case. At the same time, we're also um, making sure that, that um, we treat our clients in, in the full circle of, of, of their possession of yachts. So our whole service, in, uh, service service side of our business is really brought to another level. Mm -hmm. So refit, uh, maintenance, but also uh, the whole uh, supply chain of equipment uh, uh, next to that that we are uh, also uh, building uh, uh, tenders to go along with the with the mothership. Um, So the questions from our clients are really, um, in that sense, are full cycle uh, driven. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um,
0: so lots, lots going on at fed Chip and, uh, uh, a lot of exciting stuff, which is really focused on, on the next generation by the sounds of it, which is, which is brilliant to hear. Um, yes. and a lot of change, I think, whether it's driven by COVID or, or just a generation changes, you know, the industry ne- needs to evolve and adapt, um,
1: constantly at, at the moment it feels. Yes, Yes, and we need to change our narrative. I think the, the way we, I think that is really something that we, uh, we that is a collective challenge. We need to make sure that we have a also a different narrative that appeals to the important topics of the world. Uh, change uh, without clean oceans, there's uh, there's no yachting. Um, so initiatives like Water Revolution, for instance, a collaboration of of, of big shipyards, really to uh, trying to make a difference. I think those are positive developments, um, but we need more uh, of that, and we need to uh, try to not only present ourselves um, in, in, a, um, in a very simple way. You know, the, 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 the girls with bikinis uh, showcasing themselves on the bow of a ship or of a yacht, and, and, and that's it. We really need to bring it further than that. There's uh, a deeper impact that we could have on the bigger uh, uh, context of world around us. Absolutely.
0: That leads us kind of quite nicely onto a subject that is really important to us here at, uh, inside Marine and, and at Marine Resources. And, that, and that's mm. the subject of diversity in our industry. Yes, um, I'm really interested to hear your view on diversity within the super yacht market and in the marine industry in general. Um, and yeah, and whether you are seeing anything you know, a, a positive move in the right direction on that side of things?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, from a client perspective, there's a lot of diversity. Okay. Because we have, we're, we're serving clients from all over the world. Mm. Uh, second, I think the industry... From the professional side of the business, I'm talking about the industry itself, production, brokerage, uh, everything that we do is, um, in in my view, dominantly uh, Caucasian and dominantly men. Hmm. Um, and I think there the right choices are being made. I do see incremental steps towards. Embracing also other cultures, uh, um, uh, male, female, uh, um, and, and, and try to get them inside of the industry because we simply need them. If you look at crew, for instance, it is very difficult to make sure that we have enough crew on board. So we do need that level of uh, um, diversity and make this industry also attractive to those uh, people to make sure that we have enough people to work in this industry. Uh, and that is not only the hospitality part of things. We also need a lot of uh, people that are needed for the innovation that we are and, and the challenges that we are, that have we have ahead of us. Um, at Fetchip, we we try we are investing a lot in that, uh, and, and we're making. Making progress but it's still uh, you know it's it's all baby steps we are we are doing all our best and we are very very um, open and focused on that but it's not an easy task getting new people new generations into the business uh, craftsmanship is an issue um, and and we are doing everything to make sure that we have and diversity but also simply put enough people to do the job and you're looking at diversity already in your screen by the way.
0: Yeah, uh, of course, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, one of the, you, I heard a great say a great phrase the other day is that, you know, talking about re- recruitment is that yeah. if you are only considering, let's say 50% of the people, then how do you know you're going to get the best person for your organization? Yes. Uh, and this this was a conversation more uh, around gender diversity in the industry, yes. but it, it kind of sparked the, the question on what we can be doing as an industry to just get in front of a more diverse audience from a professional kind working in the industry a younger age people considering our industry um, mm. as a viable career path as opposed to what we see a lot in this industry is people moving into this industry from other sectors or from other yeah. skilled trades you know they, they yes. we are lacking in people really choosing our industry to, to form a career yeah. in and um, but um, yeah, I'm interested to understand what you what you feel yeah. uh, as an industry we can be doing more of to, to get to, yes. to, to get that message out.
1: Yeah, so um, I can give you an example of what we, for instance, are doing. We have our, our own uh, education system, if you will. Uh, so we uh, per year we have a number of uh, people that. Uh, come from different uh, uh, areas uh, and and we invite them, young people, 16, 17, but also 20 years old, people that want to make a a career move. And we simply embrace them and put them in in this educational system whereby they learn the trades that we have to offer. And then we offer them a contract. And uh, normally these people would have gone lost into many other industries. So we Mm. have a full uh, um, um, yeah, fully worked-out platform to make sure that we align ourselves well with these people, and they are very, diver- very diverse pool of of, of potential uh, uh, colleagues, if you will. Um, that is an example. But at the, uh, at the same time, the way you are trying to de- uh, describe the uh, the element of diversity, I think it starts with one. Th- uh, the first thing is that you are open to receive everybody that fits into the profile not looking at, at gender at all. Mm-hmm. If you have a position, uh, make sure that you put it out there and just accept everybody when you're doing the selection based on content. If you do that already, uh, that is already starting with the right, um, uh, with the ra- right starting point. Uh, from there on, you could have a policy of having 30% or 50% or whatever uh, of, of, of uh, diversity in your company. I think you have to give everybody an equal chance, mm. but I only believe that you can make a difference in a company if you simply choose the best, the best people. And if you do that, the equality element, the equality level will occur by itself because talent comes, is with every gender, is with every person of color, uh, or, uh, and, and it doesn't really matter where you come from uh, as long as you go for content. And I think that. That is the most important driver if you're open to that uh, and not too biased, uh, then you can make a big difference. and it, it's that it's that simple in my view.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean the bias is is important, and you know one of the issues I believe in with diversity and in our industry is the is the mm-hmm. unconscious the unconscious bias, and yes. the, uh, the 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 real need for our industry to just talk about that and educate about that, and and mm-hmm. whether it's sustainability, diversity, and um, um, you know, is our industry focused enough on the educating ar- around these things? Um, yes, there's always a lot to
1: achieve, and and yeah, let I don't me, know what you're. What no, you're, let me tell you. Let me tell you a funny story about it. You, you tried to describe me in, in what I have done uh, obviously uh, uh, in your view in this industry um, and, and I love the element of storytelling uh, the the that was not something that you definitely learn behind your uh, uh, school desks you learn a theory and you learn all the and trades and, 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 and the building blocks of, of becoming a marketeer, if you will. But what you can't learn is the element of creativity and the element of storytelling. And the foundation for that was laid down actually at my grandfather's. Uh, when I, 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 uh, I'm a, first, a second generation of uh, migrants coming from Tunisia, to, uh, to Holland, uh, came with my parents at the uh, age of six, and we used to go on holiday every year to Tunisia. Uh, and we went to Tunisia. We lived in the capital city of uh, tu- uh, Tunisia. It's called Tunis. And we lived close by the sea and everybody was going to the sea and to the, uh, but what I loved most is going to my grandparents that were uh, living on the countryside, literally in uh, in the mountains. He was a, It was a part of an agricultural sector. And I used to go there and I was always horseback riding. I went with all the children uh, going down to the river. And 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 uh, um, um, I was uh, in those days, they didn't even have uh, a, a uh, water in their houses, So they had to have these, these enormous, uh, how do you call them, where you put water in? The, the uh, uh, ceramic um, uh, yeah. potteries. Uh, pottery, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I used to go with them on horses to get water uh, from the water pit, to bring it to their, uh, to bring it home. Um, th- th- those little stories, I can still envision them, and I have thousands of these stories. That is what laid the foundation for my belief in storytelling in our nautical industry. Yeah. Uh, because I think that is the biggest change that you can make. Uh, is is uh, If you're going to ask me what, what, what should it, this industry learn from the past or what, what can we do to, to make changes, is tell the story in all honesty. You have to feel it. If you're making an ad, or you're making a, um, you're telling a story, or you're going to present your corporate business case uh, to the world, make it authentic. Mm. Make people feel it. If you can achieve that without it being, without feeling that it's too gimmicky, if you're not really uh, uh, um, uh, experiencing the under under the skin effect of it, that's what we we can learn. I think in this industry that will make a absolutely a pivotal change if we are, if we learn the tricks of that trade mm. and the foundation for that, in my case um, was actually ha- having everything to do with my uh, migrant background, not with the, with the, with the university that I, uh, where I was educated.
0: Absolutely. No, that's a brilliant story. Thank you for that. I really, really, really appreciate you sharing that. So we're coming to the end of, of, uh, of, of the podcast, uh, Farouk. And um, one of the ways we usually wrap it up by asking uh, our guests one simple thing. If you were to be giving some advice to somebody who was considering joining our industry or has just joined our industry,
1: what would you be telling them? Start by first being patient, listen, observe and learn. And then please be as close as possible to yourself to add your vision into the industry, whatever work you're doing. Because I, I am sure that this industry, if you embrace it, it's one of the best industries to work in. But you have to stay yourself. Don't accept um, just falling into the trap to, uh, to be contained to what this industry was all about. Try to break through that barrier a little and make sure that you have your influence because the world around us is changing, is changing rapidly new generations, sustainability, geopolitical uh, uh, developments, uh, uh, innovation, huge innovation. Um, So too much to, that is it's, I think it's the only period in the history of mankind that we had so many influences happening all together that are having its impact on our personal life, on our work life, but also on the state of the world, if you will. All of that is having its effect on us. So you have to be able to deal with all of that. Absorb, listen, and please try to influence influence your vision into this industry
0: brilliant that's some fantastic advice for somebody there you know thank you so much for that and thank you for your time today and some really really uh, brilliant insight into your journey what's happening now your, your views around uh, sustainability diversity um, fascinating stuff and um, yeah so uh, I wish you all the best with with implementing all of these things that, uh, that you're very very clearly ambitious and passionate about um, and Hopefully you can come back again and, and, and talk to us again in, in, in the future.
1: Thank you very much, and uh, I wish you a lot of uh, success with your uh, beautiful platform. Um, and uh, maybe we'll meet each other live someday.
0: Yeah, I hope so. That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Thank for you. Bye, bye, James. Thank you for listening to today's episode, and of course, thank you again to today's guest. We hope you've enjoyed today's Inside Marine. If you have please support the podcast by subscribing and giving us a rating as well as sharing across your social media. It not only helps us get a feel for our audience, but it really helps these stories to be found and enjoyed by many more people. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel Inside Marine Podcast and follow us on Instagram at Inside Marine Pod. Thanks again and we'll see you next time for more great stories on Inside Marine.